Welcome to this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. Nathan Stacken here, my good friend and co-host of this fine podcast. Travis Crins joined me. Travis, uh, how are you today? Trade deadline. Twins are moving like sons of a gun. They just made another trade literally uh, in the minute that we talked before tape rolled. They made another trade. Uh, hopefully they make more. Uh, they've been very active. All right, let's get right into that then. Uh, the Minnesota Twins, course, traded Eduardo Escobar to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, was that who we were talking about last week, or did we talk about Eddie Rosario? Yeah. Uh, Escobar. Okay, do we think, you know, the Twins get three minor league prospects back. They're all single A. Do we think that the Twins made a good move here? And what are the odds, do you think, that Escobar will rejoin them in the offseason? Yeah, it's a fine move. Uh, he probably won't. Uh, Twins probably won't sign any of these guys that are free agents. So I'm fine with it. He's having a great year. Borderline all-star. I'm, I'm more no ad. Um, yeah, good pickup. He's doing well. First couple games, he's done well. So uh, everybody seems to like him. And uh, Twins got him for Liriano six years ago. And uh, he's greatly exceeded expectations. He's gotten better every single year and uh he's he's been a tremendous player and i hope i hope he does well let's go to some of these other trades now what uh, what have the twins been wheeling and dealing with so far on uh so far this week with the trade deadline just uh very soon to expiring oh yeah that you got ryan presley went to houston uh yes uh today you had zach Duke go to seattle and uh, the latest as of three minutes ago uh, Lance Lynn went to the Yankees, so that was a good uh, get get him off the books. He's uh, been a huge disappointment. Yep. And uh, Yankees had Zach Britton. They got Zach Britton. They've gotten Jay Happ. Uh, I think Jay Happ might be the best pickup of anybody uh, in the uh, once it's all said and done. And uh, apparently they want Lance Lynn. And uh, by all means, go ahead and you can take Lance Lynn. Twins got some guys of note, so what a deal. To get, to get somebody, anybody, worth a damn uh, for shitty Lance Lynn, I thought he'd do a lot better than this. Yep. We were, walked, we were hoping that the Twins would sign him in the offseason and kept asking, yeah. why aren't they going after him? And finally they did, and we praised the move. And he has been pretty disappointed. He, he was terrible to start out with. He's been better lately, though. He had a terrible month. His first month was bad. His second month was very good. And now he's back to being shit. So it's been a very inconsistent year, uh, walking too many guys, walking uh, averaging five and a half walks per nine. That's absurd. Uh, his ERA is a, a runner and a half higher. Whatever it is, with him, Alaska, whatever the twin sign, it seems like that uh, their their career numbers, they underperform their career numbers. You uh, Darvish, he's been hurt, and that's a terrible signing, and uh, twins were somewhat talked about there, Yep, but Good for the Twins to get rid of Lance Lynn to get somebody. Uh, they get Tyler Austin, uh, like first base DH guy, outfield guy. And probably they get a single eight pitcher as well. So hopefully they didn't get much for Zach Duke, but uh, three, four, five, six. Then what they require like eight or nine prospects. So if they can get on one or two of them, they can make the majors and probably good moves. Yeah. What do we think of these moves? Like overall, obviously you mentioned the number of players, but do we think that they will actually become, 
you know, that they'll keep developing and turn into some pretty good ball players that will be able to make it to the major leagues. Zach Duke trade, they just got a couple of guys. I don't think they'll ever make the majors. Uh, the Lance Lynn deal is Tyler Austin. He's been with the Yankees for the past uh, three years, up and down. He's been with them for uh, 85 games. He's hitting 230, not great. Uh, so maybe Twin maybe can do better than that. I don't know who the single-A pitcher they got for him is. Uh, sounds like they got the most for uh, Ryan Presley. They got pretty good haul for uh, from Houston, uh, Dominican young outfielder. Just young guys that are three years away from doing uh, anything at the majors. And uh, Escobar, I mean, look at the, you look at where they rank in the farm systems, and they got like a, a number 10 guy, a number 15 guy. You can get a, you can get a top 10 prospect from another team. You know, good, good by me. Yeah. And, and hopefully I would very much like Dozier to be traded as well. Yes, and uh, I think it'd be a great, uh, great deadline. Well, there was talk that the Brewers would do that, but it doesn't seem like the Brewers are going to go in. Or, is, or do you think they'll they strike a last-minute deal? No, well, they made their move. Uh, they they brought in uh, Mike Mustakis. Yep. For, uh, so they made their move in the infield. Their move, uh, Travis Shaw from third to second. Don't care for that move at all because I don't think Mike Mustakis is very good. But uh, that's what they went with. And uh, they gave up a decent player, Brett Phillips, is a prospect, and he's with Kansas City, and he's playing in the majors right now. Had a great home run saving catch the other night against the Yankees. So I would say a bad move uh, for Milwaukee, but uh, maybe the Giants, maybe Boston, uh, Cleveland's been talked about with Dozier, but uh, hopefully they get that done. Uh, out of the three pitchers that they lost, Presley, Duke, and Lynn, what is the biggest loss? Is it? Uh, well, I guess we could cast Lynn aside. Is it Presley well, or is Presley. it Duke? Yeah, Presley. Um, his spin rate is very good for people who like that. His strikeout numbers, uh, I think he was striking out like 13 for 9. They took a significant jump. Um, and he's been with the Twins for a while. He's fairly cheap. I've never been a huge fan of him, but he's, he's been good. He's been a solid pitcher. Um, I could see Houston maybe using him as their closer. Um, they made a trade for uh, Osuna from Toronto. They traded Ken Giles, their former closer, for Toronto's closer. And uh, Osuna suspended for the next week. He's been suspended pretty much all year for beating his well, wife, girlfriend, whoever it was. That, that's a touchy subject there, and he'll be suspended for the playoffs as well. But uh, Osuna, a uh, very good young pitcher. So Houston upgrades, maybe not this year, but they do definitely upgrade for next year. So that's what's going on here. Uh, you mentioned that uh, the Yankees got Hap from Toronto. I mean, Mustakis went to Milwaukee. The Yankees, again, are going all in. This reminds me of the early 2000s, the 90s Yankees. They're just going all in at the trade deadline, doing whatever they can. Uh, Boston, it just doesn't seem like they ever are going to lose more than one game in a series here at all. So, obviously, the Yankees are going all in. But what's, what's going to be incredibly frustrating for Yankees fans, I would imagine, is assuming that... The Red Sox hold on to, I think, what it is, a five-and-a-half game lead right now in the AL East. Assuming they hang on to that, you're playing you know, a free-for-all game, the one-game play-in, 
uh, or playoff, I guess. Uh, presumably either against Oakland or Seattle. I th- tend to think that they fare much better against Seattle than they would Oakland. But, it, I mean, they're just making a lot of moves what, for what potentially could be a one-and-done. I think they'll beat whoever they play. If, um, well, we would hope yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, they would pitch Severino. Severino did not fare well against the Twins, as we remember. He got that yep. last first inning. Oh, but he's one of the better pitchers in baseball. So, um, and, and, and we saw what happened with the Twins, because that's what always happens. But uh, the Yankees' bullpen is, is fantastic. So even if Severino did go a third of an inning or two-thirds of an inning, it didn't matter because it was the Twins. And number two, their bullpen uh, was was fantastic. So um, they're making these minor moves here. Uh, I mean, Lance Lynn's not making the playoff roster. Um, Jay Happ may be like their fourth starter. They got Severino. Uh, they got Tanaka. They got Sabathia He's doing well. Uh, Sonny Gray's been terrible. So they're kind of looking for that fourth starter. Uh, and I think Jay Happ uh, would, would be that guy. Uh, they got Zach Britton, who hasn't, who's been, hasn't been great, but um, and they've got a pretty good bullpen there, five, six deep, if they can figure that out. But uh, they haven't made the big move. Dodgers made the big move. Um, there really hasn't been a huge move made, but uh, Yankees sharing up the bullpen. There we go with the Yankees there. What happened this last week in baseball? Before we get to the to the you know to Sean Newcomb uh, dealio, because another week, another trade Turner for yes, uh, trade Turner. Yep, yep. Cool. That one didn't get quite as much coverage. At least I wasn't nearly as aware of it as I was the Newcomb deal. But we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. But anything else from baseball last week that really caught your eye? We'll see if Chris Archer for Tampa Bay, see if she is traded. Um, apparently Padres, Braves, Brewers. Uh, Padres, I don't get that. I do like teams that maybe trade for the future. Just because you're not in the race this year doesn't mean you can't make a trade now uh, for somebody you could use in a year or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Padres, good start, but they're still not any good. Uh, and Eric Hasbur signing that's just a disaster at the moment and that does not appear to be working well so bad decision there and maybe maybe Chris Archer goes somewhere um Hall of Fame Hall of Fame was good yes. six good players yep, yep absolutely with uh, Mariano Rivera be the big name next year so yeah, they should be in for sure on the first ballot. I just, you know, going through some of them, like we know what Jim Tomey did. He was a, a big home run hitter. Chipper Jones was just all around a great player for the Braves. And then I was just trying to go through, like Alan Trammell. I guess I know him most from the Detroit Tigers days uh, when he was manager there. But uh, and then Jack Morris, I think, is obviously most famous for the the ten inning uh, shutout against the Braves in the '91 World Series. Uh, Jack, I think I said before, Jack Morris is not a Hall of Famer. That's, that's an embarrassment. He's got to be the worst player in the Hall of Fame. It's embarrassing to put somebody like that in there based on his numbers. So that's really bad. If he's in there, then you got to put everybody in there. Um, next year, I think Edgar Martinez. Guys that should be in, Edgar Martinez. I don't know if they will get in, but I, they're, they're on my list. Edgar Martinez should be in. Larry Walker should be in. 
Clemens and Bonds and Schilling, uh, Sosa, he'll never get in. Mike Messina, I think he will get in. He should be in already. Uh, guys like Jeff Kent, Billy Wagner, Gary Sheffield, Manny Ramirez probably won't ever get in. Uh, Scott Rowland won't ever get in. Uh, a guy like Fred McGriff won't ever get in. But uh, plenty of guys. Roy Halladay, uh, him dying doesn't hurt him. Um, Andy Pettit probably won't get in. Todd Helton will be an interesting case. So, uh, I think Rivera and Halladay are pretty solid to get in next year. Uh, I think Edgar Martinez, I'd say those three, uh, will get in next I'll be, year. I'll, and maybe Mike Bustino. I'll be very curious to see in talking about Larry Walker, if the voters will use the fact that he played, you know, in Colorado against him, you know, with that, with that thin air and does that inflate the numbers a little bit here? Could, I mean, that's almost like a performance enhancer, uh, in and of itself, but that's mother nature's performance enhancer, not, uh, not, uh, not something that they would take, you know, over the counter or anything. And then you look at where he, what he did with the Expos and what he did after that, 37, 38 years old with the Cardinals. He was still a very good hitter. And uh, there are certain metrics that even things out. And um, I think he should be he should be in the Hall of Fame, I believe. So I believe he should be. Over the All-Star game, during the All-Star game, uh, Josh Hader, the Bre- Milwaukee Brewers uh, relief pitcher, uh they found someone dug up some uh, offensive racist tweets from his high school days, and he then apologized. And you know, then the fans in Milwaukee gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just it was a bad, it was a bad deal in Milwaukee. Well, now apparently it's a trend because we have uh, Sean Newcomb who pitched, he almost had a no hitter against the Dodgers on Sunday. Uh, he had some tweets dug up from his past when he was 17 or 18 some uh racial epithets or uh you know just some n words n words yep. and gay slurs yep that's what we're doing. yep that so not good there and then you mentioned Trey Turner with Washington had some stuff so um Herm Edwards always says, don't press send or think before you press send uh he's not the head coach at Arizona State he would say that a lot on uh on Mike and Mike on ESPN radio when I would watch that and he would be on. And I think this is a great lesson for athletes everywhere to remember that things can get dug up or at the very least, maybe you need to hire a public relations manager, a social media, someone, or maybe you could just do it yourself. Look through your tweets and make sure you haven't tweeted anything that uh, people would find horribly offensive because we're going to have the same thing. Oh, you know, that was me. I was dumb back then. I don't think that way now. And it's it's just, it's stupid. It's embarrassing. Uh, what is, I guess my follow-up question, or if they said that, my question would be, what has changed in the last seven or eight years to make you change that from what you did, uh, what you tweeted back then to today? Because are you just sorry because you got caught? I mean, what the hell? Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I mean, it's it's not difficult. Don't use the N word. Don't use slurs against other people. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is not difficult. This is not. I don't, I don't know why they would have done that at any point. Seventeen, fifteen, eighteen years old, whenever. Like that, I just don't understand that at all. Why they would even do that? I barely tweet anything, and when I do, it's something about a goddamn game I'm at and the score of the game and other stupid shit. It's never 
that. I mean, I don't know. I've never seen, I mean, have you ever seen a tweet with that stuff in it from people you follow? Because I sure as hell haven't. I, I'm trying to think, I mean, maybe, no, I, I can't recall. Remember, I mean, we had a little bicker sure. uh, fight back and forth with Cowgirl Cass. Uh, twenty-two sure. uh, back in the day. Uh, she's got to. She's got to be like a Russian. Russian. Uh, I, you know. I don't know. But maybe. maybe. Well, I. I don't know. Maybe and I don't. Get, I'm not saying that she used it at all. But there, there would be if. It, I just remember the back and forth that we had, and there was some colorful language at times. Um, but I'm not. She didn't use the N word by any stretch. Um, you know, it's just, yeah, just, you got to have some common sense in all this. And I'll, you know what? You and I probably do tweet some stuff. I, I said, I enough, enough about Northern Iowa. Enough about Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, uh, well. I can't um, help myself. I can't help myself. I know. I know you can't. And I was just, uh, say, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Triburn now is at uh, you and I. So, uh, yeah, so, go. so good for him being a Panther there. But. Yourself, myself, uh, I mean, we've probably tweeted some things that people uh, disagree with and that might offend them maybe on a personal level with maybe just some of their values, but they aren't overtly offensive to an entire group of people. I mean, and would that are systematically voted, you know, terrible to say and racial and everything like that like you just don't use gay slurs you don't say the n-word you don't do any of that stuff and it it just seems like it's common sense and i i just don't get it and i wonder who the next player will be because we're bound to get another one and it, we're just going to go through the same song and dance we are it's ridiculous and i i wonder too now do you think atlanta is going to give uh Sean, when he come, uh, Sean Newcomb in his next start. Do you think he's they're going to give him a standing ovation for coming out and saying well, that? I would, I would hope not. I would, I don't think DC would. You know, when Trey Turner, you know, steps back out on the field or gets into the batter's box, uh, no. first time. I would hope they don't do that. Unlike the fans in Milwaukee, do you see that at all? I'd see him giving him a round of applause because he almost threw a no hitter. So right, but I don't. Yeah, but I hope not. I don't need, they don't need to. They don't need to. I know that much. There's no reason to. Yep. Yeah, there isn't. I, but there was no reason for Milwaukee to do it. So I wonder if these other fan bases are going to follow suit. Like you, you, you would, it would be more appropriate to boo the man than to cheer. If you heard some boos, I'd be like, oh, that's fine. Yep. It'd be ridiculous to, you know, to have that happen again. Yep. So we'll see who the next guy is. Um... Yeah, it's just it's amazing to me that it happens. Uh, we're in training camp mode here with the uh, NFL training camps. Uh, are, uh, ooh, uh, are, hey, fantasy football's around the corner. Are you excited about fantasy? Not really. Wow. You got to win this yep. year, hey? Well, we'll see. <laughs> last, last, year, last year wasn't great, but we'll see what happens. Uh, there are a number of injuries going on right now. Carolina's lost a few guys. Green Bay's lost a few guys. And then we have this whole deal with, uh... Yeah, well, put out an Amber Alert? Yeah. Who's the Amber Alert on? All these players that have been lost. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. They better do that. Oh, breaking news. Breaking news. Uh-oh. 
Jeopardy host Alex Trebek going to retire in 2020? No! What the hell is going to happen? What? What is going to happen to this goddamn show? Oh my gosh, this is going to be worse than, uh... This worse than Bob Barker leaving The Price is Right? Probably uh, not. Bob Barker was the worst. Bob Barker was the worst. But uh, we'll see what happens. Well, he had a big, uh, he had a big thing on uh, Fox on Sunday. Did you watch any of that interview? Alex Trebek had a Fox interview. Yeah, he they did this whole profile on Fox News. On what? Something I don't know. I don't know. They were just what going over his career. You know, high rollers. I mean, he had uh, quite the fro and a mustache on and everything. I, I don't know. It was it was weird. Uh, but anyway, uh, so. Training camps are going on and stuff. A lot of injuries here. Uh, the lone guy remaining unsigned is Roquan Smith, the linebacker from Georgia. He's with the Chicago Bears. And the Bears are trying to offset some money if the, if Roquan Smith gets suspended due to the helmet rule, which is just dumb. I mean, people are calling Roquan Smith selfish for not signing the deal. But if the Bears are trying to weasel their way out of giving him some money for a rule that, let's face it, no one knows what the hell the rule is or how it applies. I mean, the Bears have to, they have to do something here. This is ridiculous. What the hell is going on? Oh, so... The helmet rule. With the the new helmet rule, you know, that if no one knows exactly how it goes. I mean, officials met with the Philadelphia Eagles last week and the Eagles players left more confused and frustrated than ever because even the officials really don't know what they're talking about or how to apply this new helmet rule, you know, lowering. You know, who, who does it affect? Is it guards out in the open, you know, when they're run blocking, you know, they're pulling? Is it, it – who the hell is it? So Roquan Smith, apparently, he's still not in training camp with the Bears. It's because the Bears are ty- – like, they don't want to give him – the full money that he would get owed if he gets suspended for this helmet rule. Oh, for Christ's sake. It's stupid. It is just stupid. Like, if you don't know how to administer the rule, how is how are the players going to? And the Bears look very petty in this in this decision, in this fight. NFL sucks. Yeah. What a bunch of dumb bastards. From the goddamn top to the fucking bottom. Holy Christ. And then, that doesn't even factor in... Uh, Jerry Jones in his little uh, dialogue last week regarding the anthem, and now the NFL's uh, told him to shut up, which is good. Uh, and you posted a video on Facebook. Uh, very my good. My advice, Jerry Jones, would be to suck on a tailpipe. That's my advice. <laughs> Take a big long look until you can't stand your face. You know, I I wish he would go away for good. Um, unfortunately, sure. unfortunately, that won't happen as soon so as we'd suck like. On a tailpipe, but yeah. <laughs> Get all that exhaust in. Yeah, it, it, I just, it's done. Breathe it in. But, uh, Vikings. Did you watch it? We watched this video, the 60 second video. Did you see this thing? Yeah, that, that, on, that you posted on Facebook with the guy, uh, Dale Hansen or whatever from. Yeah, he posts a lot of great stuff, and I just saw this recently. Yep. An hour ago. And, uh, basically, like, you can play for the Cowboys as long as you beat up, uh, beat up a woman. You can play for them. You can use illegal drugs. Yep. Uh, but God forbid you take a knee at the protests, uh, something that is not the national anthem. And they showed a video of Jerry Jones talking during the anthem. With his hat or on. Hat during the, or with, with the hat during the anthem. He didn't give a shit. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing how poor 
Yeah, uh, Jerry Jones is the, he's just bad. I, I can't stand him, and uh, you know what? America's team hopefully will be very shitty this year. Um, that's for sure. So we have... Can everybody, everybody be 0-16? Is that possible? Can everybody be 0 can, can nobody win a game? Uh, you would have to be... They could all be 0-0-16. Every game would end in a tie. Good with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, training camps are all in in full swing, so that's great. Uh, college football's coming up around the corner. That's nice. Uh, let's see, any... Any big news on the college football front here? Uh, Jim Harbaugh, uh, apparently shitty quarterback Wilton Spates, who was there last year, just another shitty Michigan quarterback. Yep. Is with, is with UCLA this year, and they were talking about whatever, and he said that Jim Harbaugh told them, don't eat chicken, because chicken's a nervous bird. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is quite a character. There is something... <laughs> What something he's on something, isn't he? He's high on life. He's high on something. I mean he stayed he's in a, a tree house or something, you know, for a like a, he had a sleepover with a with a prospect. How's that not a, a, a violation of NCAA rules? Yeah, sleepover, sure. sure. Well how's sleep that not hotel or sleep in the house? Well, I mean, how is that sleep not a, a slumber party? It's so stupid. Uh let's see here. Uh, anything else? Uh, not not seeing anything on the college football front. Uh, we talked about the Jackrabbits getting their uh, they're playing U- U- University of Northern Iowa at the U.S. Bank Classic there December first. So that's going to be good. Oh, the women had their uh, the Summit League schedule come out. So that's interesting. Did you take a look at this at all? Uh, they end with three at home, so that's very good. The Summit League tournament does not start until March 9th. It's quite late this year. And here are the men. The men have theirs unveiled, too. Let's uh, let's see. Let's take a look at the old the old schedule here. And three, three people in Texas, uh, in San Antonio, they stole a shark. How do you steal they, a shark? Uh, they pushed it out in, like, a stroller. It was a three-foot shark. They stole it and they act like it was a kid and they put it in a stroller. So they stole a shark from the San Antonio <laughs> Oh, that had to be at um at SeaWorld there. Oh, let's see. The Jack Rabbits end with three home games. Fort Wayne, uh, USD and Western Illinois. So that's good there. Uh let's see what do we got. They start on the road, three on the road at Western Illinois at Fort Wayne. And at USD on a Sunday, they got two home games. North Dakota is in the mix this year, so that's good. Are you surprised that Fort Wayne is still in the conference? Yeah, I thought they'd be gone by now. They change uh, what they change their logo or their name. Yeah, it looks. It, yeah, it's Purdue something. Fort Wayne now. So no more IPFW. I wonder if they're going to change the school song because I don't know. If you could do Purdue Fort Wayne, da, 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 da. Uh, I always call them just DFW and just screw the eyes. Just call them DFW. Um, yeah, they're still in the mix. I don't think they're going to be around much longer. Nope, probably not. Uh, they're just out in an island all by themselves. So, um, oh, again, this is another year. I'm dying for the women just to run the table. 
dying for the men, just to run the table. No conference losses, just run the table. They're significantly better than everybody else, just run the table with these fools. But they'll lose some random game like the women always do. They'll lose to USD twice, for Christ's sake. It, so, uh, you know, yeah, run the table once, for goddamn. It, it looks like they are that the Summit League now this year is kind of doing more like the men and the women perhaps on the same sort of schedule or the same day even. So that that looks good. Uh, we'll have plenty of time to co- talk college basketball, though. I got Okay. So I think it's Conference USA. Maybe another conference is doing this as well. Have you heard their scheduling for basketball? They're playing somewhat of a normal schedule, but the last maybe like four games of the year. Yep. They're like taking the top four teams and they're playing each other, so your RPI should be better. Yes, I did hear that. Um, that's... I like I like that. I, I like that a lot. I think so too, but does it also not potentially screw... Well, th- listen, well. This year, I, I've been going through, because I have no life, apparently... Uh, you have another kid. I, I guess so. I guess so. Don't tell Kelsey that. I don't think she wants another kid right now. Um, but oh. I was going through and just trying to think of all the potential teams that will make the NCAA tournament this year. And it's so he- like top five heavy with the Power Five conferences. And you have the Big East in there, which I think will get four teams. And you got uh, the AAC, which will get probably three it's very difficult for a Conference USA and Missouri Valley now to to get to it. Like these are just lone automatic bid, bid leagues, and before you could see the possibility that you might get two teams from said conference. I think it'd be better off to play those teams and lose than to be like a team in the three hundreds or two fifties RPI wise. Mm-hmm. Just I mean I would. You know, if SDSU could play USD women five times a year, that'd be fantastic instead of playing North Dakota State twice and and, and other awful teams, similar awful teams, IPFW. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, RPI-wise, uh, we'll see how much of a difference it makes, but I think it's, uh, it's a fantastic idea to try and buck the system, try and kind of fix the system. I like it. Kind of like the bracket busters deal, but you're doing it in your own conference. That's right. That's right. So we'll see how that goes. I, it's, I'm very interested to see how that goes. LeBron opened up a new school today. That's uh, or on Monday. That's pretty interesting. Good for him. So, um, that we've pretty much run the gamut through. There's not a whole hell of a lot going on outside of the training camps and uh, baseball and everything. Uh, what else do you have? Yeah, the baseball. That's about it. For a, couple, for a couple more weeks, and then we're really going to start doing the college football previews. Um, yeah. We're going to do that, or what do you say, starting in a couple weeks probably on the Google Excuse chat? And probably, yeah, no show next week, so I'll be with that 11th, the 11th and 18th Yep. show uh, to split it up, and I'll figure, figure what's going to happen. Very good. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to the college football season. NFL is coming up as well, and fantasy football. It's all great stuff there. We'll have to like throw in some fantasy football type uh, talking as well. Oh, oh uh, let me ask you one last question. We'll, we'll we'll bring it all back. We'll bring it back full circle to the Twins. Um, 
Fernando Rodney giving up that home run in Game 2 against Boston in that four-game series kind of seemed like it took the wind out of their sails the final two games of the series. I mean, kudos to them for winning four straight on the road. I mean, I guess going four and six on the road isn't terrible, but you probably should have taken at least two or three from Kansas City as well. But um, shouldn't Fernando Rodney's can't give up that home run there. Did, was it just that he was tired from the night before throwing 25 pitches and nearly blowing the game? I didn't see a whole lot of it out in Sturgis. Oh, that's true. Yep. I heard about his little when outing the uh, bases loaded and he finally shut the guy out. That was exciting. Yep. Thursday night or whenever that was. Oh, yeah, he's uh, you know, after a rough start. First couple saves weren't great. And he's been rolling pretty much ever since and he'll give up some once in a while, but he has uh, he's turned me around. Um, he's done. He's done a fine job. So maybe they trade him. Who knows? Maybe they bring him back next year. Forty-two years old. He's done good. And some of it they complain about. You know, trading the players and morale is down and all tough shit. Right. Uh, oh, by the way, Dozier. Yeah, Dozier was saying it was so disappointing because they were so close. Who the hell is Dude, he kidding? They were seven games out when, like, they made the trade. They're nine games out now. They've got seven games against Cleveland the next ten days. Hey, you got to sweep all seven games. It ain't going to happen. Even if you win, like, five. Five out of seven, well, you pick up three games or all, so you're still six back. So, I don't know what the hell he was talking about. He was acting like they were three games back instead of seven or nine games back. Or, like, a, so in position for a wild card. I don't know what the hell. And they made a hell of a run last year. They were in a not quite a similar position. They weren't quite this far back, but I don't know what the hell he was talking about. Well, that's what so. he, they have to channel. You have to imagine they just channel what they did last year. Say, hey, people doubted us right. last year. We did it. We went on a run, and do that again. But it would help if you could beat the terrible teams in your division, and that's something that they cannot do. How? Uh, oh, by the way, congrats to Geraint Thomas for winning the Tour de France. A, did you know that the Tour de France was going on? And B, did you know that it ended and he won? I knew it ended because I heard something about some U.S. guy finished last. Well, that's he good. He was last the whole thing, I think, because he was injured. And I knew it was on because it was on the last two weeks. Set up the Dan Patrick show. Well, I wasn't very pleased with it. <laughs> and I was off, so I watched goddamn Dan Patrick again. Yep. So I, I knew it was on. I was very pissed that it was on. All right, and uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic didn't do the uh, go to the Major League Soccer All Star Game. Are you sad about that? Who in the hell is that? Oh, <laughs> uh, he's someone from. Uh, Who in the hell is that? And what does he do? He he plays he soccer. A soccer player. He's a soccer player. He plays for the Galaxy, the LA Galaxy. Supposed to be somebody. He's very good. He he's a he was a star overseas in France or Italy or some someplace like that. I don't even know where. The, there's my soccer knowledge. The extent of the soccer knowledge. I know the guy. I don't know where he came from. But it's a pretty big deal. He plays for the Galaxy. He's done very well. He had a hat trick the other day. Didn't go to the oh. All Star game. And some people apparently are upset about it. Uh, to which I could say, just shut up. Surprised he got through the wall. I'm surprised he got through customs. How do we let him in here? I don't know. Our, I don't know. We got him in. Probably through Canada. Probably. <laughs> if you're smart, you just stay up there and wouldn't come down here. Whatever. Well, 
Yes. Yeah. That. But if, yeah, I would. I would agree with that. All right. Anything else before we say so long? Oh, sure. This was nice. Good. Yes. Got yep. a couple nine hole, nine hole courses there by myself. How how was how are the courses out there? Easy, difficult, scenic. What what was uh, what were they like? Yeah, they were scenic. They were scenic. They were good. Um. What'd you shoot? Outside. One was just outside of Sturgis. One was uh, more south of Deadwood, maybe half hour away. Okay. I get to the Deadwood one, and the guy says, you know, if you go out in the woods, you know, if you get your ball out there, take a stick. We got snakes and this and that. And I'm like, that's fucking what I want to hear. <laughs> and there was, a, there was a bear sighting. It wasn't here, but it was close by. I'm like, all right, great. So, so you're going to die on the course. <laughs> Yeah, and there was a story I think I told you last week about the guy from Illinois who died in Spearfish earlier this year because he had bit by a rattlesnake looking for his ball. So, and they had the thicker grass, and you could hear stuff, and it was probably just bugs and shit. But he's like, oh goddamn, there, there's probably a snake in there somewhere across the across the deal. But very was, unsettling uh, incident. I mean, golf's already sure. a mental game, and now you have to think about sure. rattlesnakes and bears. <laughs> Yeah, keep the ball straight, and if it goes in the grass, just leave it in the grass. So, um, yeah, it was good courses, scenic courses. So that was weather was good. They're like, man, you know, it's been a little humid this year. I'm like, fuck, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it was perfectly fine. So there was a rain delay. There was an hour rain delay. They only played seven innings. There was an hour rain delay with five outs to go. Well, that pissed me off. <laughs> took an hour later than it had to be on the day. Yep. To uh, to go back home, so that kind of sucks. But overall, Sturgis, Sturgis, you're all right. Uh, Don't say it the days in. Don't say it the days in. It sucks. Okay. Don't say there. Uh, where? Uh, how? How did you golf? Did you? Uh, did you shoot in the forties or the fifties? Oh, the mid fifties, like usual. Okay. Um, I didn't shoot any better or worse than I usually do. Okay. Not my usual. 53 to 55, whatever the hell. Okay. So, uh, it was good. Me and Marcus, we built the worst rounds of our lives on Saturday in Mitchell. Somehow we were both just awful. <laughs> and uh, it was just him and us, and there was a group of six, Zach, and there was a group of six in front of us. A bit ridiculous. Well, that's you can blame the group of six for why you golf so poorly then, because you weren't in a rhythm. Apparently, and then, like, you would think, you know, after a while, after a couple holes, like, all right, they should probably ask us, do you want to pass us here? Yep. Because they would tee off, and then right when they're done teeing off is when we would come strolling up, we'd be ready, and courtesy would be, hey, yeah, you can just tee off here and go in front of us. Yep. That never happened. They saw us. That never happened. So once we get to the ninth hole, we just skip the ninth hole, go to the tenth, because it was ridiculous. I wasn't going to wait again. No. For, for the guys. So, no. That... And then we continued, and nobody was behind us. Nobody was in front of us, and we continued to that's, be awful. Yeah, so. that that's ridiculous here. And I just to go back to this to the course by Deadwood. Is that what other course could you find in America that would have to deal with rattlesnakes and bears in the same uh, same course, same round? That that seems quite remarkable to me. Snakes, I mean Arizona, but the, the bears, yeah, the bears are something different. Maybe Colorado. Right, but would you have to deal with the snakes in Colorado yeah, with the bears? I mean, yeah. like, just... There was uh, there were a couple of large snakes here. One was at the golf course, and one was on the road, the big bull snake, like legitimate 
like a four foot big fucking snake. Someone ran one over and someone's kid worked at the golf course and said, hey, look at this goddamn snake. So that's, no fun. that's no fun at all. So, um, yeah, it was, it was good. No, so you aren't treating the snake like an endangered animal, and you can't. You have to oh like swerve and avoid it. I'd, I'd kill all of them if I could. If I had the power, I'd say, "Snakes, you're all dead." I think uh, the the National Geographic Channel is going to do a four part documentary series on Yellowstone. You know, kind of like with the planet Earth and stuff. Oh. I love that stuff. I think that's starting on Sunday, so that's something to to keep an eye on. It should be good. That's worth a watch, I would say. Absolutely, much more than uh, the, the than the twins at the moment. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, are you going to watch the Hall of Fame game this Sunday, or pay any attention to the NFL Hall of Fame? Who is it? Bills, Cowboys is playing this year. It is a uh, Bears Ravens. Bears Ravens, <laughs> fuck no. Fuck. Okay, well, they always. I think they try and get someone from. Like it was an the all teams. So it's uh let, let let's get well, the list. Randy here. Moss is it? I gotta yeah. watch that. Yep. I gotta watch my favorite player of all time. Yep. Absolutely. I got a big part of the big family party Saturday, so we can tape it or something. I'm yep. sure they'll be crying. Um, I guess I'll watch it because he's he's the greatest I've ever seen. Yeah, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis has promised well, in yeah, an absolutely the greatest speech. You you probably won't understand half the uh, like half the stuff that he says at all. But uh, let's see here. How He's we got another one that can go suck on something. Yeah. There. yeah, yeah, you can. Brian Erlacher for the Bears, so that's why you have the Ravens and the Bears. Very the, very yeah. odd, Brian Erlacher. Um, his whole career, he's bald, and now once he's done playing, he has hair. Uh, T.O. of course won't be there He's going to do his own thing at the University of Chattanooga Where he went to school That's his alma mater uh, Let's see who we got here Randy Moss of course And uh, Brian Dawkins So uh, And then uh, They got uh, Senior finalists voted in Robert Brazil, a linebacker from 1975 to 1984 And Jerry Kramer, former Green Bay Packers offensive lineman So uh there you go, Bobby Bethard, apparently a longtime general manager, voted in as a contributor. So, a big list, but uh, yeah, there, there you go. Uh, Randy Moss, I think, will be the one, obviously, that we'll pay the most attention to. Uh, Ray Lewis is bound to say something that no one will know what the hell he's talking about. Uh, but that's why you have Bears-Ravens as your Sunday uh, Hall of Fame game because of... Oh, Mark Jackson should play, so I'll be fine. I hope he does well. Uh, Mitch will play a couple snaps. Hope he doesn't shit his pants. So, do the Bears and Buffalo play? They do. My two favorite backs. Bears play Buffalo. Yes, they do this year. Uh, it's in. Oh. It's in Buffalo. Let's uh. Let, let me get that. It's probably, it's probably a Monday night game. Uh no, <laughs> it is not. Uh, the only the only Monday night football game that the Bills have is a November date with the Patriots. Either oh, yeah. that or uh, late October. Uh, the Bears are on national television the first two weeks of the season, and they're on on Thanksgiving. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense, but uh, that's what we got. Uh, let's see. Let's... The thing about the Bears, they're bad. They are. They're very bad. Here, uh, let's just keep uh, keep talking here and figure out who 
the bill or when the Bills and the Bears play. Yeah, what do the Vikings play uh, next week, Friday? I believe so, and it is against. Oh, uh, yeah, De- they play Denver week two. Um, I should know who they're playing. Uh, it, I think that it's they're at home, if I recall, or maybe not. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. How many games do you plan to go to this year? Uh, one. We will go to the home opener against San Francisco. You know the point. So you're gonna do the. There's no paper tickets. Are they doing no paper tickets? Are they just doing... Uh, I don't know if they're doing just you digital or not. You looking at that? I, I just can't go because I just don't have the means of having a digital ticket. So, um, Do, do you have like a, a tablet or something that you could... Uh... Yeah, that'd be a pain in the ass. But then you have to have internet. Do they have internet? Yes, they do. They, they, they do have internet. That'd be interesting. So I just I just can't imagine like all these old people. How's that? How's that gonna work? <laughs> I I don't know. That's a that's a great question. Uh, they I guess we'll have to go. Maybe it's like a who's the hundred year old lady? Now what? Yeah. Uh, Get a goddamn phone out. Here's yeah. my ticket. Yeah. I mean, what? Millie, Millie. Like I mean, do, do you do we think Millie? I'm sure she has. You know. A grandchild or someone coming with her to the games that they're bound sure. to know uh, how to use a, a smartphone for her, or show them their ticket. But uh, yeah, that, anyway, that this uh, we're having some issues getting the Bills Bears pulled up here. Oh, here we go. Okay. I think again. I think did I say this before? I think Josh Allen. I mean, of all the guys, you know, I've said this guy sucks. This guy sucks. Yep. Like Jake Locker's probably the worst. Mm-hmm. Blaine Gabbert would be right up there. Blaine Gabbert's very bad. Uh, Bottles, not good. Josh Allen, I think, is going to just crush them all. Just crush all of them. Well, remember, remember I he, think Josh Allen He sucks. He already cost... Uh, a, a DJ his uh, his job because oh. of that. So uh, let's see. Okay, we're th- oh week nine, uh, November fourth, one p.m. Eastern, uh, noon Central Time on Fox. The Bills host the Bears. That's actually the week right after their New England Patriot game. So they are going to be so uh, geared up because they're going to beat the Patriots on Monday Night Football. It's going to be a big deal, and then they're going to lay an egg against the shitty Bears. I look forward to tracking Josh Allen's career. <laughs> How do you know it, it'll be him and not A.J. McCarron? Because the Bills are stupid. Fair enough. Kevin Connors might not like that comment, but uh, I'll it, give it a I don't... Well, I mean, all you have to do is look at the fucking... They put that quarterback out there last year against San Diego. Yeah, Nathan Peterman. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> You're in the middle of the goddamn playoffs. Yep. I'm glad they got in. I hope Tyrod Taylor bears it up. I think Baker Mayfield's going to play more than he does, though. But, man, what a poorly run franchise. Yep, and they are rewarded with five of their first seven games on the road. I think the Bills win four games this year, maybe five. Who's that, hope they win none. (laughs) That would mean, though, well, yeah. Yep, well, let's go with that. 
All right. Anything else before we say so long? Submit. Got the PGA Championship in a couple weeks. We'll see what happens there. Yes, we will. Sounds good. Uh, enjoy if, if you go golfing this week. Enjoy golfing. Oh shit! And uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the amateur baseball tournament in Sioux Falls. I'll try. We'll, uh, we'll enjoy it. Very good. Thank you, my friend. All right. We'll see you later. Travis Crins joining us here, Sports Block Podcast. Appreciate time and perspective as always. Yeah. So uh, I mean, obviously. Crins is not excited about football season. I'm kind of getting there, but this Anthem deal and this helmet deal, it's just stupid. Uh, Jerry Jones is stupid, and um, my personal opinion only, you can disagree, that's fine. Um, But yeah, just don't have any time or place for a guy like Jerry Jones, and this helmet rule is just going to be so... It's going to be applied so sporadically and inconsistent throughout the season. But, anywho, anywho, uh, again, just to roll through some of the bigger injuries, the Packers apparently lost a couple of guys potentially for the year on defense on Monday, so that's not great for them, but good news for Vikings fans, maybe. Uh, let's see, we got uh, Sam Darnold signed. He's the quarterback from USC. He's with the Jets. Uh, what do you got here? Oh, Ross Cockrell, uh, cornerback for the Carolina Panthers. He suffered a left tibia and fibula fracture uh, in practice when he got hit by Torrey Smith, wide receiver there. That's not good news. That comes on the heels of uh, Daryl Williams, I believe, uh, getting uh, a ter- like a tearing a patella tendon and MCL. So that's one of their... Uh, tackles, that's not good. Um, so, there we go. A lot to uh, a lot to uh, digest, a lot to get into. There we will keep discussing all of the uh, preseason or training camp injuries and and all the big happenings. We'll see what the Vikings do. I, the, Jake Wenicke keep making strides with the Vikings there. Kirk Cousins had something nice to say about him. That's that's very good. Uh, so, yeah, uh, there we go. Uh, yeah, Carolina having some issue injury issues. Green Bay may as well. Uh, but, yeah, there you go. Trade deadline in MLB, MLB All-Star or Hall of Fame was last week. NFL Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio this week. So plenty to uh, to look into. College football coming up here. So the podcast will be longer and longer as we get there. So thank you for listening to this edition of the Sports Block Podcast. You can find this podcast available online on iTunes. Just search the Sports Block. Also follow me on Twitter at NDStacken. Facebook, Nathan Stacken. I'll have a link posted to the podcast at some point. Middle part of the week. Week, mm-hmm, yeah, just uh, just cracking the voice there, just going high. That's that's fun. Just, that's fine. It's fun. Everything like that. But uh, yeah. So if you're going to Vikings training camp, enjoy that. Uh, all the sorts of deals there that you do. Enjoy the lo- the last part of summer here before we ratchet up with some major football talk here. So thank you to Travis for joining me, and thank you for listening. Hope you uh, tune in again next week. Hope you enjoyed this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. And please join us each and every week here going forward, especially with the college, uh, with the football talk, college football, pro football talk. Um, not not PFT, but we'll talk NFL. Uh, we'll have Charlie Hildebrand joining us here again. So lots to get into. Good stuff. So thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Sports Block Podcast. 
and we hope you have a great week, and join us again next week. You've been listening to the Sports Block Podcast.